Hello and welcome to the Sala podcast. My name is Steph and today I'll be catching up with Shane Cooker, who is an artist working across paint, murals and tattooing and who is currently exhibiting as part of Tanandi. Before we get started, I'll just thank Post Office Projects for giving us a space to catch up and have a chat. And I'll also acknowledge that we are meeting on the traditional lands of the Ghana people and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. Shane, thanks for having time to catch up today. I know you're very busy. <laughs> no, nah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, maybe we'll start from the beginning um, and get you to tell us a bit about how you got into the visual arts. Um, so I started pretty young. Um, I remember my mum always doing like like pottery and always kind of creating something around the house. Um, it was more so just kind of just like drawing and just kind of any type of art that she kind of felt like doing at the time. But it wasn't until probably about 13, 12, 13 years old that I started really taking an interest in art. Yeah. Yeah. And what kind of uh, mediums did you start with? Did you try a bit of everything that she was doing? Or Yeah, so I was, I was always kind of into drawing quite a lot. My dad had um, tattoos, so like that was something I noticed kind of early on um, that he had pictures on his skin, which was pretty interesting to me at the time. <laughs> um, and then kind of being in hospital and spending a lot of time with my mum. So actually, yeah, after kind of like growing up, just drawing in the household with my mum, I guess, um, I ended up getting in a incident where I received third degree burns to like 30% of my body so wow. I was down at park and uh, there was an incident with another young young guy around the same age as me and um, which resulted in me being burnt so I spent about nine months in hospital recovering wow. from uh, from burns um, serious burns and um, was in an induced coma and had like you know a fair few skin grafts done and it's pretty um, serious isn't it yeah, yeah. it's pretty pretty traumatic thing to go through as a young kid yeah. at the time um, and then but you know the result of that was um I got to ask a lot of questions about my my mum and her family and my nana and my nana's uh, was born in on an Aboriginal mission called Sherberg in Queensland. Um, so she was born there. Her parents were stolen gen from Central Queensland and um, at a place near Winton. So uh, my nana kind of grew up there and moved off. And then my mum was born in Dampier, Western Australia. And um, I didn't know where that was at the time. It's actually on the other side of the country. So yeah. <laughs> um, having these conversations with my mum really. Um, interested me about wanting to learn more about my nana's um, cultural heritage and um, I'd just seen these drawings of you know Aboriginal artworks and these these uh, Aboriginal men painted up in their um, traditional you know painting like the ochre and that and um, it just really intrigued me to want to learn more about this art and that's kind of that kind of sparked my my interest as a young person as um, took me on my journey as like you know what it is to be a young Aboriginal man and yeah. um, so the result of you know the being burnt was the kind of the hard part but the the the, the, the good stuff to come out of that was yeah really getting to learn more about my culture yeah it's an unexpected catalyst I guess isn't it yeah, yeah. Oh, wow and did you begin drawing sort of on that journey to healing or did you spend a bit more time learning before you sort of got into making I think I was always just kind of into drawing and like coloring in and graffiti obviously yeah. as a young man um as a young fellow it was always really interesting to me yeah. like these graffiti tags and uh, I had um, mark making from the yeah, beginning yeah, yeah it was kind of like yeah the original mark making and then skin um, or taking, yeah yeah whatever 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 we can um whatever we can find at That's the time it. um and then, yeah, I think it just kind of went from back from drawing into graffiti and then learning about culture and doing a bit of Aboriginal dancing and um, just kind of going back and forth into all those different kind of um, art, 
art mediums, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So it was multifaceted. So it wasn't just visual arts. So dance as well. So you really threw yourself into that. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Dancing for me was kind of like one of the, um, obviously besides just like drawing, but dance for me was the, the first kind of opportunity I had to really connect with other Aboriginal people and learn about culture. So mm. I had a local... A young man at the time called Jack Buxkin, who was um, my mentor at school, and uh, my mum become very sick after I got out of hospital. She needed a kidney transplant, so um, as my mum got sick, I kind of really disengaged from school. But it was good to have him because he uh, said to my mum, "If Shane's not going to go to school and learn that way, we're going to go teach him some culture." So I got the opportunity to go and dance and uh, with him and um, you know uh, Uncle Stevie and and Jamie Goldsmith as well. And so that I really those are the kind of the memories that I hold really close to my heart. Um, this is the first time you know connecting with my culture. So. Yeah. And yeah. to be embraced like that by a community. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Wow. What a journey. <laughs> yeah. um, and then maybe, yeah, coming to the present, can you tell us a bit about if you had to describe what your work is about in the present day, how would you how would you put that into yeah, words? Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's kind of crazy because my art kind of... Um, um, I've got a good friend, Tom, and he says that my... Tom Redair, and he kind of says that my art kind of has no boundaries it kind of goes on anything like skin to, to murals large-scale murals to digital artwork to um you know fashion and clothing yeah, which is wow. something i'm really interested in as well um but i think what I, I think it's kind of my art's kind of gone full kind of circle back to that kind of um back to dancing like how i kind of really um learn about culture so i'm at the moment i'm really um really loving what i'm doing and it's um i'm taking kind of the mark making that um, we would make on our skin with paint and, and digitalizing that and then blowing it up to large scale. So yeah. taking the marks that I put on my body, um, saying so that, that I look at as a form of identity and then placing that on, onto buildings and to, to different pieces of, um, you know, different materials. Yeah. 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 And that's so interesting because it's not necessarily obvious yeah. that that's the level of process that you've gone to, to make that work. That's nah. Funny. So yeah, I'd actually, yeah, like I'll make the marks with my hands as I would like on my own body when we're painting each other up and, mm. and then, um, yeah, like digitalize that and then, and then blow it up and trying to recreate it is, um, a little bit tricky sometimes on a large scale. Yeah. yeah. Well, the best things are always a challenge. <laughs> yeah. um, and you are exhibiting in multiple places as part of uh, Tarnady this year, which is a statewide festival of visual art. Um, can you tell us about where people can see your work and, and what yeah. kind of work you've got on display? So I've got a collaboration um, uh, collaboration exhibition with uh, Elizabeth Close and Tom Redet, and that's at uh, the Handorf Academy up in Handorf. And... Uh, that's called um, LT3, so L for Liz, T for Tom, and then three for third, which is my um, graffiti. Oh yeah, like, like lettering alias, we, yeah, <laughs> alias. You know, like it's it's yeah, kind of cool. well known now, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So that's 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 how that name come about. But cool. um, so that's one, and then the other ones at the um, Shine Bright at the Women's and Children's Hospital, which is where I spent quite a lot of time recovering from those burns. So that's oh. quite special to be uh, exhibiting there. So there's a real tangible connection for you there. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time in there and that's kind of um, where the interest for wanting to be an artist started, yeah. I guess. And again, another full circle yeah. of, you know, putting work in there for other people that are at hospital to, you know, stroll. Because it's a nice long corridor. I've just come from the hospital <laughs> and yeah, you got centre stage on that wall. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and are they, uh, you know, you've got um, sort of is canvas works in the hospital um, or is it, was it? Yeah, so yeah. in the in the hospital, um, it's just ca- some canvas artwork that um, 
yeah, I think I've got two or three pieces there, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Um, and then at Harndorf, me and Tom um, and Liz have put together an exhibition. Um, Liz has got a, f- a few wooden uh, wooden shapes that she's cut out and painted, and me and Tom had worked on two little murals. One was like a calligraphy piece with a um, photorealism eye, and the yeah. other piece was um, was a, a piece that I'm pretty proud of. So we actually got to paint Jamie, who I got to dance with when I was younger. We, um, Tom painted him. Um, as part of the mural and we you know we asked him if we could use this um portrait of him and he was pretty stoked for, for us to do that yeah, and great. um in the background it's kind of got this like dot work um lettering style stuff that i've been using with like wood burning but also with tattooing so i'm yeah. trying to link what i'm doing in with the with the tattooing and with like the wood burning stuff and then also um into the large scale mural as well and then i've also done some mark making of those like body paint um kind of images all different kind of laid in amongst each other but yeah that that by far would probably be one of my favorite pieces um, oh, that's great. that I've done we also um Liz was actually um in hospital the week that we were painting that so we oh. we took some of these wooden um shapes that she had created and we um used them as a stencil to put some of her artwork in the background oh that's a so, great way to incorporate that yeah yeah so that was nice that was probably one of my favorite um murals I've done in recent years I think yeah yeah and you it sounds like you do a fair bit of collaborating uh how did you you know sort of get to be doing that and is it largely because of the camaraderie between you guys anyway or like I think, how does that uh, work? yeah I don't know I think we just kind of um I've always kind of found that it's I really like my art more when I'm working with other people it kind of pushes me um to pushes me in a different direction sometimes and um I just think it's like a lot more fun working with people that I enjoy working with rather than working by myself on yeah. large stuff so <laughs> it's always nice to have someone to chat to while you're spending long long days painting mm. um big murals um but also I think it's just um I think that kind of for me I've always kind of painted with other people like when you know doing um graffiti when you're younger you go out with your mates and, and that's yeah. what you do so I've always kind of spent time with either my mom or with my friends painting so for me collaborating it's not really saying that's kind of new to my practice. No, you, um, you wouldn't question it. Yeah. yeah. Even until now, I didn't even really think of it to be like that. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's got a name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I think um, I think with my art, I've obviously doing my own stuff. Tattooing is a lot like that. But in, in a way, you're still collaborating with who you're tattooing. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, that's quite cool. Well, it keeps it interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then speaking about your tattoo practice, how does your visual arts practice intersect with that do you sort of think of them as all together or distinct? yeah I, I, I definitely try now to um link what i'm doing with my other um you know projects in with my tattooing just so i'm not jumping from one completely different medium to another doing completely different styles yeah, yeah. so i try to link them in with um you know other the pattern work that i've used throughout all my other artwork but um that's kind of been tricky when working with some people some people obviously have set ideas on what they want so i think um my studio that i'm working with at black diamond they've been really awesome with supporting me to um, work with clients and how to negotiate that so um but i definitely now going full circle with the mark making and all the other stuff i'm thinking that um yeah i just try to i think for me to be able to create you know evolve this style so no matter what i'm painting it all still represents me is mm. something i'm really trying to um dive into yeah that's really cool so then it's one hat at a time yeah in a sense. yeah for sure <laughs> oh that's cool um and another uh feather in your bow i hope i've got that saying right would be yeah like you said uh working in fashion and and uh you know doing all these other little cool things what have you got a favorite little project that you've done or not necessarily little <laughs> um yeah like i think it's i think um 
I don't know. Like it's it's pretty crazy. I've I obviously love I love when I get the chance to you know do some lettering as as far as like doing graffiti pieces. I think um, lettering is always something that I really enjoy doing. I, I painted in um, New York when I went over to run the New York Marathon. Oh so I painted. Um, I went to the South Bronx, and for me that was pretty exciting to go back to like you know where graffiti started and yeah. and do something and leave um, a mark. Yeah, yeah, leave a mark. Especially we um, at the time when we went to New York, it was. Uh, it was at a time when the flag rights have kind of been up in the air as mm-hmm. far as like uh, Aboriginal people being able to use the Aboriginal mm-hmm. flag. So, you know, graffiti lettering, a lot of people kind of leave their message when they do their pieces. And yeah. for me, that piece, I, I read it above it, like free the flag. And for me, that was pretty um, awesome to be able to go overseas and, and do a graffiti piece and, and share that message on kind of like a national level because I was getting a lot of, I was kind of in the spotlight a lot for doing the running, but mm-hmm. it was awesome to be able to take people back and show them that. Um, no matter where I go, I try to always take some time out to, you know, do some art where I mm. go. And so that was pretty special for me to be able to do that. I think that's one I'll look back on in time and, and be really proud of. I've also, um, you know, doing the Adelaide Crows football Guernsey with Eddie Hocking. That was that was pretty cool. amazing experience to like um, spend some time with him and help him share his story. So that's something I really enjoy doing as well. And also um, getting to do the Aboriginal doing an Aboriginal dance and a walkout for Taito Avasa and the UFC. When it comes to Adelaide, that was pretty special to be able to do the dance for him, but then also to be able to paint him a pair of um, uh, UFC gloves and send them over to him for him to, for him to keep, which was um, something that I shared recently that uh, I don't think a lot of people hadn't seen that back yeah. at, back then. So to be able to reshare that uh, um, sparked quite a lot of interest as well. Yeah, and again, it's all these connections, isn't it? That's what it comes back down to, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's just special um, being able to uh, take my art and then put it into sport because that sport's obviously um, saying that's been a big part of my life as well. But yeah, yeah, so mm, but not something that people often see a connection between the visual arts and sports. In so sport, yeah, yeah, for nice sure. To be strengthening that, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like um, I was just going to say with the. Yeah, navigating commission work with, with personal work um, for me is sometimes hard because it's uh, I'm finding that um, I really have to kind of take time out to like do my own personal work and that's why um, instead of trying to take time away from commission work to do personal work I'm trying to really evolve my style so it really is stuff that I enjoy doing so I think I'm trying to get back to that mark making and and it's all about identity and I think even if you're not um, you know Aboriginal person um, we all have our own identity, so that's, mm. I think that's saying that's very relatable for everyone. Mm. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of the main way I'm kind of pushing my art at the moment is mm. to try to really dive into identity and um, yeah, and that's if, that's if, kind. Of, if you're doing that through those commissions, I guess you're not having to go. Oh, I need to cut time out of this to do what yeah. makes me feel good. Is is you're actually pushing them in, blending them together. For sure, I feel, oh. I feel like I'm in a um, pretty pretty amazing or pretty great spot to be able to have people so trusting in me to to do my own style so they kind of give me the creative freedom to to dive into that and yeah and and it still reflect what they want but them giving me the freedom to create the stuff that i'm really happy and and proud of so yeah it's a lot of trust yeah yeah for sure <laughs> so you work from skin to canvas to buildings uh do you have a favorite scale to work at or just having a variety is good 
Yeah, I think um, I think it definitely. I, I like I like the being able to you know spend some time into one and then kind of go back to something else. I think yeah. um, if I was to do just one um, art form, like just paint canvas or just to be tattooing, I feel like I would um, be limiting yeah. myself. And I feel like I just don't want to ever get bored. So I think it's like good to be able to jump from one to the next thing and kind of go where. Um, <laughs> go where I, I feel I need to be. Yeah. But in saying that, I, I swear it'd be pretty frustrating for people trying to work with me if they're um, wanting digital work and I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm tattooing at the moment. And then, <laughs> then I'm constantly being asked like when I'm going to be back in the tattoo studio and I'm painting these large murals. So I think sometimes it's hard for people to kind of keep up where I'm at at the moment. Uh, sorry, so, you're an enigma. <laughs> yeah. So I just don't like frustrating people too much. So. <laughs> no, that's good. You go where, the, go where you got to go. Um, do you have a, a favorite memory of someone either engaging with or like, you know how sometimes you can watch people react to your work without them knowing? Do you have like a favorite memory of that happening? Uh, yeah, there's probably like a few. I remember me and Tom painted um, portraits of our mum. So it was like the first oh. time I kind of had done a portrait and it was one of the first times uh, me and Tom had collaborated on a, on a larger mural um, using aerosol for them that don't know Tom is generally a um an oil painter but he's also now pretty established in mm. um, aerosol as well yeah um but it was one of our first ones and we painted our mums for Mother's Day oh, and um I just remember like yeah bringing my mum there and we turned this corner and I was like just have a look at this wall and she's like she had to look at it for a second and she was like just started freaking out <laughs> and then me and Tom were just like cracking up laughing together and then like just to see her reaction was like pretty special and um there was another one where I had a really one of my best friends um, one of my best friends, uh, his mum has been so supportive of me for for a long, long time um, with my artistic career and always asking when next next exhibition is so she can come. And mm. I had one um, probably a few years ago at Cold Crush in Nunley at a graffiti art studio and store, a gallery. Yeah. Um, and she come there and my friend said, oh, just letting you know, my mum's going to want to buy a, a painting tonight. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Let me know which one she likes and I'll... And I'll um I'll gift her a painting because I know that she's you know she always supports me so yeah. I want to be able to give her something back I think it'd be nice to have something hanging in her house yeah and then um he come up to me he's like he's like bro um <laughs> like I'm really sorry about this but she like loves the most expensive painting <laughs> in this place hey and I was like she's got good and taste I, and I was yeah <laughs> and I was just like yeah she can have it and then and he's like are you serious because like I think it was like worth like you know a fair few thousand dollars and. I was like, yep, yeah, if she loves it, I want to like give it to her. And then, so we went up and put like a red sticker on the painting and then she'd come back over like two minutes later and she's like, oh my God, I love that painting. I can't believe someone bought it. They're so lucky. And she was like freaking out because like someone had bought this painting and she was like just pretty much saying how lucky they are that they get to keep this stuff. And, and I just turned around and I was like, you know who, who bought that? And then she's like, who? And I was like, you bought it. And then she's like, I didn't buy it. And I was like, nah, you didn't buy it, but I'm giving it to you. And then yeah. she just like started like crying, Aww. and then it was like it was made me like, made me pretty emotional. But I think um, you know art's a gift, and if you can't give it, then you know sometimes it's good to do it for yourself. But I think like times like that is you know that means more to me than selling a painting. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. if she's been there supporting that Absolutely. whole journey. Yeah, for oh, sure, that's really lovely. Um, and then what about looking forward? Like, do you have any? future goals or do you feel like you've hit most of the big ones like, oh what's... this has been crazy like i um <laughs> like growing up i used to love like anthony mundine and then i got the chance to like design his boxing shorts and i was like that was just ridiculous and i look at those things now it's like sometimes i just um put so much pressure on myself because i've done so many had so many great opportunities and i put a lot of pressure on myself on what i'm going to do next but 
I, um, I think I'm just really like loving um, getting back to like doing some, you know, doing some work for myself and going back to canvas and taking some of that stuff from the tattooing and the large scale murals and then refining it right back to mm. do some high quality artwork for the gallery space. Yeah. So I'm really enjoying that and um, I think that, yeah, I've been maybe been able to put on a few more exhibitions and collaborate with a few of my um, really good interstate friends mm. that are artists as well, I think would be, uh, would be awesome once, once the borders and everything open back up and we can move around a little bit more freely. <laughs> So I think, um, yeah, collaborating with some of my friends in the state and getting to go visit their country and um, even going back to my to my, my country. So I've never been back there yet. Um, something that I've been meaning to do for a while. I was meant to do it last year, but then because of um, COVID, um, yeah. uh, I actually trained up to run the, the Gold Coast Marathon oh. just so I could get over there. And then, <laughs> so I trained up for like three months oh, and then no. three days before the, the race, it got cancelled. So... I was I was kind of shattered that I had been running every weekend and didn't get I mean, to go back not to country. Insane, but yeah, 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 yeah. So I think going back there and really connecting back to country and um, seeing how that inspires me and pushes my art in another direction, I'm sure it will take me in another direction. And yeah. um, that's just something I'm looking forward to doing as well. Yeah, I'm sure that'll give you heaps to uh, yeah keep you inspired. Yeah, For when sure. you finally get there. Um, and then maybe we will round out the interview with. Uh, what is the most important thing that you get out of being an artist, like personally? I think, um, I think for myself, it's it's just nice to be able to connect with with other people, and it's a way of um, for me, uh, me being an artist. My mum's still her health hasn't been good over recent years, so she can't work. So I think um, for me to be able to uh, continue being an artist um, in a way helps me you know get to have her involved in art like she can't go out and do art herself so much and um you know she can't probably do as many things as maybe she would like to do but in a way um, art pushes me to go do those things and then bring it back to her and um to be able to bring her with me when i do workshops at schools and uh, do stuff like that it's um i think it's pretty awesome to be able to give her the opportunity because if, if I maybe if I wasn't um you know wasn't doing these things then maybe she would have a you know maybe a different outlook on life but I think yeah. being able to bring her out and still get her involved and and try to inspire her to keep her uh, creating I think that's uh that's something for me that I really take a lot of pride in is making sure that my my mum's all right and she's getting to fulfill herself yeah art's kind of interesting in that it is a journey that you can come along without having to sort of physically come along on that journey. Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, she's she's always the first one to um, to ring me up if I post something on social media and I haven't sent it to her first. She always rings me up and goes, your sister told me that you posted this picture. What is she talking about? And, <laughs> yeah. and after, you know, so. <laughs> no, you always got to tell mum first. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, that's good advice to round out on, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much, Shane, for, for having a chat and we'll all be eager to see what you do next. Thank you very much. <laughs>